0: Yeah, so sorry I'm not around right now, but Tommy and Eddie have the Professionally Questionable podcast in very good hands. In the meantime, from the road, I just want to shout out all of our sponsors, especially Carol and Manchester Inklink, Brian Lawrence, uh, Brian Lawrence Properties, The Red Arrow, Brady Sullivan Properties, and anyone else who's had a hand in starting our, pro- our podcast and getting it off the ground. Thank you, everyone. We know that the podcast is now in good hands because of your support and your help. And, you know, hopefully I'll be back soon. But expect some content from out on the road. We got some wild guests lined up for this summer, so be there, check in. It's going to be a great time. So without further ado, thank you, and here's this episode. Professionally questionable over and out. You think you're some sort of some sort of philosopher, some sort of question asker? You think you're professionally questionable, don't you? Are are we sounding fine right now? Sounding great. Ladies and gentlemen, as you heard from our ad read initially, Luke is now gone for the summer. He's teaching kids in Utah. Eddie right now is down at Harvard. He's working a late night shift right now. I'm joined by his lovely brother, Ben Susi. Ben, how are we? Good. Good. How are you guys? Good, and I'm joined by also our good friend BJ Bosser, also known as Vern. What's up, guys? How are we? All right, guys. Who do we have on today? Today we're joined by uh, D1 Syracuse athlete Aaron Flurry. D1 in what? Soccer. Soccer star. yes yeah, So we're gonna talk to her all about her career so far. She's a sophomore right now. She had a big injury. I don't know if it. Do you know if it was freshman year or going into freshman? It was going. It must have been going into freshman. It was. Year. It was going into her freshman year. Yeah. Yes. So we're gonna to talk to her all about that. Uh, the D one life. What it is to be a D one athlete and what it takes. Obviously, we want to get in the whole backstory of how this happened. I don't want the whole recruiting. I want the, the life story. That's what we're here to talk about. The Ooh. life
1: story. We want Aaron
0: Flurry. You, st- you grew up, you were born in Manchester, obviously. Yeah, Manchester. Manchester, New Hampshire. Okay, and then what's that, uh, growing up, let's fast forward a little bit, but you you go, where do you go for elementary school? Webster. Webster? Yeah. Nice, and you, re, what, what kind of sports were you playing at the time?
1: I honestly played everything. It went from, I was a big gymnast, so that was the main priority when I was younger. It wasn't really, really? soccer. Yeah, I just found much more like joy in gymnastics. And then I kind of, I guess I grew out of it, and then soccer was right there, and I really put all my effort into soccer. What? But it was on the go to, like, lacrosse, basketball, soccer, gymnastics. It's kind of everything growing
0: up. So you were a four-season athlete.
1: Yeah, there was no really off-season for anything. Was
0: it, was it one of those things where you wanted to be an athlete, or was it kind of your parents just signed you up for shit and you kind of started to enjoy it?
1: They signed me up. But I don't know what I would have done without them signing me up. Like, I never complained. I always wanted to be doing something.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, so I kind
1: of grew to love it. And they always loved sports. Like, they played college sports. So it was kind of
0: like, I want to do that. Yeah. And did you start to make friends through that kind of stuff? Like, your summertime and everything like that, was it just based fully around sports?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: And at what age were you kind of like, what age did you start to take soccer more seriously?
1: Honestly, not until high school. I didn't really think about colleges until really when I got recruited Uh because the first team to talk to me was Brown actually in eighth grade.
0: Really. And I
1: didn't really know what, like not to be like that, but I didn't really know what college soccer was. Uh I was kind of just playing to have fun and like playing with all my friends. And eighth grade was probably the biggest year because I switched soccer clubs. I stopped playing with the friends I grew up with and That was really hard, but then I kind of realized I had to do it if I wanted to play college soccer and Uh get better.
0: And so was that the point like eighth grade where like the lacrosse and stuff kind of stopped or were you still doing that as well?
1: Um, I kind of like dundled it down to three sports because in high school I played soccer, basketball, and I wanted to play lacrosse, but schedules didn't work out. So then I played tennis instead to continue the three sports.
0: Uh You just had to do it.
1: I yeah was, yeah I just don't know what I would have done with just one sport. It was weird when I only had one thing to do. It was like even during high school soccer season, I was still playing club. Like those two practices a day.
0: Being I feel like though being so young, like I I was I played t ball do baseball little league all that stuff right. I mean, don't, I played, don't laugh at
1: me. I played t ball too. That was my favorite.
0: <laughs> okay, but I, I, hit a, I hit a point though when I was doing it where I was like. I would get so frustrated where I'd be like, all right, I'm not playing next season. Like, did this, and when I was young, maybe like third or fourth grade, I'd just get so pissed off. I'd strike out too many times. I'd just be like, mm-hmm. I'm done playing. Like, I'm not playing like, anymore. But I'd always come back.
2: Like, if you were getting recruited by Brown, like, that would have <laughs> happened. No, you know? I get
0: it. But even when I was younger than that, even younger than eighth grade, like, no, st- I
1: mean, I still have days where I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, this is it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. But then I think about it, like, my whole life has revolved around it. And it does, like, make me so much hap- like happier when i'm playing and it's like i'd much rather go play soccer than really do anything else
0: so did you ever get those feelings though when you were like younger like or did you just love it so much and have so much fun that you were like
1: no like i just loved it like it was my favorite thing to do like Uh ever i mean there was one year where my parents would bring me to practice because i said i didn't want to go and that was like solely because of a coach Uh
0: uh-huh it
1: just made me hate the game so much where i was like I don't want to do this, like, and I was committed to Syracuse at the time, and I was like, "Nope, we're not doing it."
0: And we've all played sports here, but how important is it to have such a good coach? Whereas, like, is it make or break it for you, honestly?
1: Um, kind of. I mean, not all coaches are going to be perfect. Like the coach I have now isn't perfect. My club coaches weren't perfect, but I kind of adapted to mm. how they coach and their styles. And honestly, if you're like giving a hundred percent effort, like they're not gonna like hate you and stuff. Yeah. They're not gonna give you the hard time. And obviously, as you grow older, like if you don't have the skills, you're not gonna play, and you kind of have to deal with it. But like my mindset is like, I want to play. Like I'm not gonna let anyone play over me.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. So you start you start taking it serious in eighth grade, and then freshman year comes around. What's your feelings like going into trial? Did you know? Okay, I'm gonna. Were you varsity freshman year? Yeah okay that's what i figured but what was your did you know you were going to be varsity freshman year no
1: i was so scared going into tryouts like the week before i was like i had a pit in my stomach all week and because i just didn't know what to expect i had never like had to like really try out for a team i was always just on it because like the coaches had already seen me play and they're like you got to come to tryouts just because and i had never talked to the high school coach before and he's now such a huge figure in my life really still yeah. to this day yes he's like it's kind of like another grandfather for me he's kind of he's awesome that's awesome. always checks up on me um no but i was so scared
0: it is it i feel like even on top of just going to try out for for you know freshman year or whatnot joining a new school you went to central high school yeah was that a nervous thing too where you were like i don't know if i want to do soccer i might want to acclimate to all the new friends and the environment first
1: no just like because i knew everyone going there like i've been friends with the same girls since first grade and then the other girls that were going to central like i played soccer with them like growing up so like i kind of knew everyone going in and then it's kind of like with that team i already have friends that i'm gonna know like the older girls like they just turn into your friends
0: yeah in in so freshman in sophomore year what did you notice big improvements with your soccer skill or were you getting were you being a starter were you getting playing time yeah
1: um my first game freshman year i was called in the starting lineup and i was like what and yeah. i was just kind of like oh this is fun and like i can't help but smile when things like that happen and like i know like other girls feel bad but i'm like i'm just like happy cuz i do work for it it's not kind of just given like Yeah, there are, like, natural skills, but it's also, like, you don't get to a D1 level or, like, high levels like that without work ethic and stuff.
0: When did you really start to notice, like, would you know when there were scouts at your games looking at you and whatnot? Because obviously you're this freshman who's already started, you're probably scoring as a freshman.
1: So freshman year, I, this one girl I played with who is, I'm, like, so happy I got to play with her. I'm honestly, like, lucky I did. She scared me so much because I always just wanted to pass her the ball. So I didn't score a lot freshman year, nine goals. Fast forward to sophomore year, I had 27 goals. So I think that was the true turning point was that year. And that's also the year I finally made this one team that traveled to Boca Raton and Costa Rica. So I feel like that was the big year for me. That was like, I want to play soccer more. how
2: did your life change socially? Were you gaining publicity in high school and all that? Maybe among uh, your peers or maybe like news publications like Union Leader, all that?
1: Um, the Union Leader would touch on me a bit and they would come to practices and want to speak. And yeah, I was fine. I just didn't really know what to do because I really just wanted to play soccer. Um, a lot of the older kids started to figure out who I was just because freshman year and sophomore year we won the state championship and everyone was like, yeah women's soccer and i'm like okay and one of the biggest news articles it's called new england soccer journal and they rank players among new england and that's when my names really started getting out there
0: uh-huh it must have been a good feeling though to start seeing your name pop up everywhere
1: yeah i was kind of like wow like okay mm-hmm. a moment where it's was like not to be like that but like i am pretty good at this yeah and i could definitely get better and with the right coaches and like just I read a lot of books about like people like girls on the women's national team like their journeys and I kind of tried to like replicate it a little bit like not all of it because I thought hanging out with my friends and still being like a kid was important and my dad always stressed that to me so following those and I don't know just yeah
0: and it's uh how important was your parents on you at this time when you're in high school are they are they kind of, were they pressuring you at all? Like, you keep getting better, keep training and all this? Or were they more relaxed parents that were like, you know, we know our daughter's good, you know, she can do whatever she wants?
1: Um, I wouldn't necessarily say there's pressure. I put the pressure on myself because I don't want to disappoint anybody. And when you start to get that news, we are like, oh, like, she's good at soccer. Like, it's the expectations that give the pressure. So it's kind of like there's an expectation every single day. Like, My parents wanted the good grades and stuff, so, like, that was stressful in high school. I'd be stressed about getting a B, which, honestly, it's not that bad, like, and I couldn't get that around my head, so there's pressure there, and Um, you don't score in a soccer game, I'm like, I feel like I didn't do my job. Yeah. But my parents always said, if I didn't want to play, I didn't have to. Yeah. Like, I was not forced to do any of this. If I wanted to quit today, I could quit and not have to play soccer, like, and they would support it 100%.
0: Nice. Yeah, and and so you're getting your name out there, and you're starting to see yourself getting posted on certain places and whatnot. Are college recruits looking out for you now? And are you getting more and more in the mail or wherever, like scouts looking at you and whatnot?
1: Yeah, so the whole recruiting process changed while I was in like eighth grade freshman year, where college coaches can't talk to you until summer going into your junior year. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was... So eighth grade, Brown, really liked me, and then they couldn't talk to me anymore because of that period, like, that just changed. Yeah. So it was kind of like a waiting game and, like, going to these tournaments, and, like, coaches are there looking at you and can send you these generic emails saying, come to our camp. I didn't go to a single ID camp. Uh-huh. I didn't go to any college camp, any camps like those. My parents thought it was a waste. And I didn't really care to go to them because I thought it was all just going to work out, and it did, so, yeah.
0: Was there, like, nerves, like, when you are, it was summer going to junior year, you said? Yeah. Was there nerves where you're like, I hope someone, like, the scouts talk to me? Was there some sort of nerves, like, "I ho- what if they don't talk to me? What if they don't reach out to me?
1: Um, not really. That was kind of where I had to make a really big decision in my soccer career, I guess. So, this new thing called Development Academy came out, and you had to either play that or high school soccer. You couldn't do both. Yeah. And my sophomore year, I decided I was going to play high school instead of this development academy, which a lot of people look down upon, but Uh I was like, I wanted to have fun still. And I knew that that high school season, I was going to have fun. And we ended up winning state championship. I enjoyed soccer and I thought it was the right decision.
0: Was that a big decision for you to make? Was it tough?
1: Yes. Because the next year I had to decide that I wasn't going to play high school soccer. Uh And that junior year, I didn't play high school. I played academy. And... I don't regret it because it got to me where I am because I had to decide if I was gonna so I got invited to California yes. summer going into junior year okay. and my coach for my club team said if you don't play academy you can't come to California so I was kind of making that decision right on the spot there so I knew what was best for me and I had to go to California and that trip got me to Syracuse.
0: That's awesome so they reached out to you shortly after that?
1: My first Game there, I got a text right after the game. From, How good was that? Syracuse like? coach. I kind of looked at my phone and was at dinner and didn't really care. I'm not gonna lie. Really? <laughs> yeah, I told my dad like the day after, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like Syracuse text me." He was like, "You understand like what conference they're in?" I'm like, "No, like what is it?" And turns out like ACC, best conference in the country for women's soccer, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool."
0: So you really, like, this whole time, like, you really weren't, like, you were just kind of whatever. You were just there to play soccer.
1: Yeah, I I was in California, I've never been before, and I just thought it was so fun. I was, like, that's my first trip without my parents, really. Like, I mean, I went to Costa Rica and Florida without my parents, which was not fun. I love when my parents are there.
0: Really? So that's, like, a big thing.
1: I don't know. Like, looking into the stands and seeing my dad and just, like, a little head nod, it's, like, it just makes me feel good and I feel like I play better Uh uh-huh when he's there because i can walk off the field and look at him and know if i played well or not
0: Uh uh-huh yeah
1: but yeah california it was just so much fun and the coaches saw me the first game and i wasn't even on the roster so they couldn't really get my contact they're like searching all around they're like what's your name i'm like aaron that's funny so it was just a text saying hey like her name's kelly i'm kelly from syracuse And just talking about it. Answered the next day. Didn't even answer that (laughs) night.
0: So is there other girls around you during this time? Where like going wicked try hard. Like I need to make it to this school. Or is everyone just playing soccer to have fun?
1: There were definitely the girls that were like more stressed about it. I was just like it's all going to work out if it works out. Yeah. But there were girls like stressing. Like when they saw coaches like would tense up. And like wouldn't really play their best. Yeah. So I don't know yeah
2: Mm -hmm. how was your recruitment process like did you make a highlight tape email coaches all that it's a good question
1: uh yeah it's a good question because i didn't do anything that anyone (laughs) thinks is normal
2: what'd you do i
1: didn't make a single highlight tape um the person who emailed coaches was probably my dad and it was the same email with the coach's name and university changed
0: just copy and paste yep
1: and it was kind of just a mass email and Honestly, like no one's looking at the club I played for. So it was kind of like a shock that Syracuse came. And there was no highlight tape, no ID camps that a lot of people go to. It was playing that one game. They texted me, and we set up an official visit for two months later.
0: And is that when you signed?
1: So you can't sign, but I verbally committed.
0: Okay. All right. And then senior year, you played at Central, right? Did you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I so like... I
1: went back to Central soccer my senior year because – there was a new league. It changed again, where it allowed you to play high school soccer and academy.
0: And was that since you were already as since you were already verbally committed to Syracuse was that more like weight off your shoulder that you were just there to have fun or was it just was it still like okay now that I'm verbally committed now I have to work extra hard to prove that I'm gonna be able to be good on the team or whatnot.
1: Yeah, I mean when I committed because I committed right before junior year started yeah and honestly it was kind of fake congratulations and people it's kind of weird But got made fun of for it and everyone's like why would you do that why would you go and it was all that senior year i think that was the most pressure Mm -hmm. because everyone expected me to like go out and win a state championship and i was like it's not the same team that was here two years ago
0: were you cautious of like Are you one of those people where you were cautious of even posting it, like, hey, I committed to Syracuse, or did you not even, or I verbally committed to Syracuse, or did you not even care?
1: I wanted to post it because I was proud of it. Yeah. And I wasn't really, I was kind of nervous what people were going to say. Yeah. Because everyone knew, like, at that point, I wanted to play soccer in college, but I don't think anyone knew I was going to play D1. It was all the guys that were like, you're not good enough to do that. And I was like, okay.
0: All the guys at school.
1: Yeah. So Uh it was just like, the ones that really supported me were, like, just, like, my girlfriends and, like, definitely my soccer team.
0: And how many of those guys are playing D1 now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good point. we got a lot of D3 players. And that's no that's no, no knock on them. It. College soccer is, I think, hard at any level. Yeah. And there's D3 players that should play D1. It's just, like, it's kind of, like, what you choose.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. And how did it feel to prove all those people wrong that thought you wouldn't make it D1?
1: Um. Internally it just kind of felt great. But it's honestly not to like prove them wrong. It's kind of just like I want to do this for myself and I like knew that Syracuse was good academically and athletically.
0: Yeah.
2: Was um high school soccer getting in the way of your social life? Were you not able to like go out with friends sometimes, maybe attend like school dances, school events? It's good maybe point. like schoolwork, all that.
1: Um, schoolwork was definitely a big one because I wanted to get everything in on time. Like I prioritize school a lot and my homework and just stuff like that. So it was getting home from practice at like ten PM, having to eat still, shower, and then I have like a five page essay to write. So it wasn't great, but I also had my parents that were like, We see you're trying hard, like if you get a bad grade, like it's okay. Mm-hmm. That was what they stressed a lot. Like if they see the effort going in. Sometimes you're not always going to get the good grade. And they still stress that to me now in college, which is great.
0: Uh-huh. That's yeah. good. So, and I want to touch on this because this was a big part of your, this must have been a big part of your life too. What? When did that injury happen?
1: Oh. <laughs> um, fun fact, today is two years since I tore it. Really? Yep. Right on the dot. um, that was the worst thing of my life to happen.
0: And that was senior year?
1: Um, yeah, it was two weeks before I graduated high school. Also, two weeks before I was supposed to go to Syracuse.
0: Really? Yeah. And, and what, what occurred that made that happen?
1: Um, I was playing in what came to be my last club soccer game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was in New York, four hours away, just playing as I normally do. I had just scored a goal. It was great. And then I take one wrong turn, non-contact. I hear the loudest snap of my life, and I thought it was nothing. I I couldn't get up. It kind of hurt. I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. Tried to get up and couldn't, but then I walked off with my friend and I was like, oh, it's fine. Like my knees crack all the time. Like I'm fine. Yeah, I guess I wasn't. My dad, my coach knew, my coach stopped coaching and just sat with me and I was like, what's wrong? Like We're good. My dad was holding back tears because he knew and I just didn't know. And then go home that night, drive the five hours. And we have a family friend who's a physici- physician assistant. And he came over 11 p.m. that night, felt my knee, did the little test. He backed up and said, we'll get it looked at. Instantly, I'm crying. I'm like, what does that mean? Like He goes, well, you tore it. Just like that. Oh. And I was alone. My parents were picking up my sister. My brother wasn't home, so it was just me and him. And, yeah, I was... It was terrible. Mm. All I was thinking about was, I'm supposed to go work out and play soccer at Syracuse in two weeks, and I can't do that.
0: I remember Mary telling me about that, and everyone was talking about it. I was like, oh my god. And is that, did you feel like your life was ending at that point?
1: Yeah, I mean, I had, I had never had a real injury before. Like, the most I was out was two weeks in high school soccer because... I got a bone bruise on my knee, and I guess it was a bad one. Uh And everyone, there's a picture of it. Everyone thought I tore my whole knee out, and I didn't. But two weeks of being out, and I thought that was the end of the world. And now having to be out a year, it really, it helped me understand how much I liked soccer, though.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, How did you maintain your motivation and mental strength during your recovery process?
1: Um, At first, I didn't. I'm going to be real with you. I wanted to quit. I didn't want to go to school. I wanted to take a gap year. I didn't want to do anything. Didn't want to see anybody. Getting out of the house was hard because I had already said all my goodbyes, really. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm leaving. Like, I graduate June 13th, and I was supposed to be on my way to Syracuse June 14th. That was the date. But having my mom, she's torn her ACL twice. So having her talk to me about it was kind of helping me motivate but having to, like, go tell my coaches was the scariest thing. Like, I'm like, are they still going to want me? Like, is this is this it? Am I done? But I think having people around really helped. And I figured that out later in my recovery because all I wanted to do was be alone and figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. So the first week I didn't speak to anybody. And I've never laid in my bed that long. And Wait. I don't lay in my bed just to sleep.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: how did the coaching staff at Syracuse react to the news
1: oh that was bad um (laughs) I didn't tell her obviously that night but the next day my dad's like you you gotta tell her I'm like I know so then I texted her saying hey like can I call you and I have a really good relationship with her I always have Mm -hmm. which I'm grateful for she's like yeah of course she was at a recruiting tournament Um, so I called her and instantly, I couldn't even get the words out without crying. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, I got hurt this weekend and we're getting an MRI, but I'm pretty sure it tore Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she instantly said she couldn't speak. That's what she did. And then said, I'll call you back in 10 minutes and hung up. And I was like, my dad's right there. He's like, well, I guess i will call you back in 10 minutes. And I was freaking out. But she finally – she said she had to cool down and just realize, like, okay, this is what we're going to have to deal with. And she was crying. My two other coaches were crying. They called me, and they're like, it's going to be okay. Like, we have a great support system here, great support staff. Like, you're going to get back. Like, you're going to play here. Like, it's just going to be pushed back one year.
0: Mm -hmm. And you did end up going – did you end up going to, like, the practices and all that? Like, did you end up leaving home early? to go to Syracuse to even partake in the meetings and whatnot?
1: Um, I only went when everyone else went, really, because there's only going to be, like, six of us that go for that whole summer. So instead, I went August 1st, which is the normal time for people to go like, who play sports, like, fall sports. And I went to everything. It was physical therapy or, like, strength at 6 a.m. And then I would go sit and watch everyone play at 8, and mm-hmm. they'd play – 8 to 10, 11, and then after that, I'd go back to PT, they'd go to lift, and then it was go to class.
0: How did the girls on the team treat you that knew you were injured and stuff? Was everyone nice, or was some kind of...
1: Um, It was awesome, honestly. I had a good group. Like We had a little injury squad, uh-huh. so two other girls who started last year, they were also out with me that year. Actually, three, so... One girl I'm living with next year, she actually broke her foot in the third game of the season, so she redshirted with me, uh-huh. and she was always on the sideline with me, like, doing rehab with me, and then two other girls, one tore meniscus, one tore ACL and exhibition games, so... Really? Us four were out the whole season together, so I had people with me, like, every day, like, who knew, like, what, what I was going through, and other girls on the team have torn their ACL, like, it was good to have people, like, to be like, it's gonna get better, and, like, see that, like, okay, like, I'm not, this
0: isn't forever mm-hmm. so Did, do you feel like that time though since you weren't being able to play was that a good time to kind of get adjusted to all the classes and whatnot too
1: not at all no all i was focusing on was my knee i didn't do my best in school my first semester and i feel like it's hard for anyone in the first semester of yeah. college it's so different but if i could go back and change it and try to focus more on my school i definitely would mm-hmm. but having to go through an injury like by myself without my dad, who's my biggest supporter and role model, like him not there by my side every day Mm -hmm. was really difficult for me. And this new group of girls were like my same group of friends who I've had for like 12 years weren't there. And like having to open up to new ones was very difficult. So whenever I had a bad day, it was, I'm not talking to anybody. Like it's fine. I'm going to deal with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And when you finally kind of, overcame the injury and you were able to start whether it was just passing the ball around or whatever. That How, was the best day ever. That was the I best thought feeling. it was
1: like Christmas morning when you're seven years old. Uh huh. I left my surgeon's office and he was like yeah of course you can, you can go pass the ball and I was like huh. I like it just started crying. Did I was you go so right happy. away? Oh my gosh I was in my I have my in our garage and we have this little ledge that I just like pass against all the time and I did it for hours. Uh-huh. I was so happy.
0: Right then, so before you were able to start doing that, was there any worry where you're like, what if I'm not as good as I'm ever going to be? As Every I was. single day. Really?
1: Every single day. I would watch myself play soccer, like old soccer games, and I was just like, wow, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that again. And it was heartbreaking, scary, mm-hmm. every single day. Like When I couldn't do something in PT, I was like, this is the end of the world.
0: You know? Um. So, like, do do you feel like the injury impacted your self-confidence on the field? And, like, if so, like, how did you rebuild that confidence on the field?
1: Honestly, like, I don't really know. I mean, having confidence is really hard, but knowing how good, not, like, I was good before, and I knew I wasn't going to be, I didn't want to be who I was. I wanted to be something new, and that's yeah. what a lot of people stressed to me. They're like, you don't want to be what you were. You want to be better. hmm so in having the self-confidence, it's kind of just everyone else was, like, bringing me up and stuff, and I knew I was working hard. Like, I knew I was in shape. I was I was ready. So it was kind of just getting on the field for the first time and, like, actually, like, someone was allowed to tackle me. It wasn't just Aaron's playing a little bubble and you just watch her have the ball. And it's kind of just you got to have fun. I think confidence comes with having fun. You can't be afraid. You can't be, like, yeah, everyone has pressure, but I honestly play my best when I'm having fun and smiling and just kind of just like not really caring, and I think everyone else does too. They just don't know it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, since you're recovered now, have you like changed how you play, like the game,
0: like in any way? Um, is it more like cautious? Or are you a little...
1: definitely not?
0: No, not at all.
1: When I got cleared, I was told I had to wear. That big bulk knee brace, mm-hmm. they were like the whole time during recovery, they're like, oh, you're wearing the brace for a year, you're wearing the brace for a year. That brace gave me mental breakdowns every single time I had to put it on. I had to put it on to pass, and I would cry every single time. It just left permanent scars from me bleeding because it just, I just felt like it didn't fit right. And that kind of like screwed up my mental mm-hmm. mentality, and like, this isn't going to work. But then I ended up taking it off and said, "Screw it! Like you're fine." They said your knee's fine and strong. You just gotta play.
0: Was Was the doctors piss when they found out you were taking it off?
1: No, because they knew I was gonna do it. Uh huh. They when I got cleared, they're like, "All right, you just gotta wear it for two months." So I got cleared May sixth, no May twenty sixth, of twenty twenty two. So right when that two months hit, it was right before my first practice with my coaches, and that came off immediately.
0: So would you say is there like any fear of re injuring your ACL?
1: No, because I, when you have that fear, you play cautious, and that's when you get hurt. Right, right. I mean, if I get hurt again, it's just it just happens. Like there's nothing you can really do about it unless I go into a tackle I know I'm going to get hurt in, which I can tell sometimes. But you just got to be. If it happens, it happens, and you kind of just work through it. It's your mentality that's going to get you through it. Mm-hmm. Anyone can go through it. You just have to tell yourself you're going to
0: so you went into that first practice just balls to the wall just i'm going full-fledged not worrying about the injury like you're like a new person
1: yeah i wanted to play soccer i had been waiting three years to finally put cleats on and go play for syracuse and play division one I. I didn't even think i tore it like uh-huh. before i was like no i'm good like and i got told like you play like you didn't get hurt, and that was one of the best compliments I've ever received.
0: There was nothing cooler than that video. <laughs> Mary Mary showed it to me. Did you guys watch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we saw it. What was that, your first game back?
1: My first game back, it was against UNH. So I knew a couple of the girls, and I think it might have been, like, my first touches on the ball I scored.
0: And that was the first goal of the season, right? Yep, first goal of the season. What— just like break down what was your feelings like
1: I wanted to cry on the field I didn't know what to do I was just like overcome with emotions I was like I just did that like I'm back like this is what I do and the first person that I saw was my dad and he I was like I was looked at him I was like I'm gonna cry he goes have fun like this is what you're like you just you did it huh. and it was awesome I can't even describe my emotions. It still makes me happy. I
0: feel like we got to put the link to that video in, <laughs> in the description. My face is <laughs> awful. Like,
1: I'm in complete shock. And everyone's, like, tried giving me crap for it. But I was like, you don't get it. I'm like, if you have never went through that and, like, that's your first game, my first start, and my first goal, it was kind of like a
0: dream come true, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, it was such a cool video. Um,
2: I know this was, like, a si- shitty um, situation for you. But do you think there are any good takeaways, like, maybe watching, like, game film and having more time to, like, adapt to the Syracuse, like, style of play?
1: I wouldn't change it for the world, honestly. I think tearing it has, it was a blessing in disguise. Like, I have an extra year to play soccer because I redshirted, mm-hmm. and I do grad school, and honestly, we were in the best my freshman year. There were so many injuries, and we changed a lot for our strength program for my sophomore year, and watching college soccer, like, being on the field and watching it I think got me prepared, like, and it showed me what I was gonna go up against when I finally got to play. But I honestly wouldn't change it for the world. Like, yeah, it sucked, but it kind of also like showed me what I can do. And I was like, if I get through that, like a lot of people say, like if you can get through that ACL recovery, you can really do anything. Mm -hmm.
0: I think it takes a certain person too to be able to have an injury like that and not just be like, okay, I'm gonna walk away. I can't do it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. I think it takes a certain person to be able to say, okay, I'm going to get back on the field to me better than I was. And then to do something in the first game like that <laughs> and show everyone that you're back. It was just like, from watching from the outside, it was a super cool thing to see. Because, you know, Mary told me about how much you've been through and whatnot, and everyone could tell how much you've been through being so in love with just playing soccer and then yeah, having it I taken mean... from you. And then you took it right back.
1: Yeah, and, I feel that like everyone... Here, who knows me, they know that, like, soccer is my life. I love soccer, and, like, I will choose soccer over a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, a lot of people, but that's just because it just, it really is truly what makes me the happiest. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, getting that first goal, it was, it's kind of, like, the finish line, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever, how do you, It's it's tough doing this D1 stuff. When you come back, like, you are, are you do you have to go to training soon too
1: um so we're home for like a month and a half i go back to syracuse i'll drive up. july 1st workout start july 3rd Uh so it's working out in the morning with our strength coach and then we have captain practices
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh in the night
0: so are you just taking this time right now it's just to relax no i
1: (laughs) (laughs) i so i work now 8 30 to 5 monday wednesday thursday friday and then I take a class eight to one on Tuesdays mm-hmm. and I'm in another class for Syracuse right now. So seven credits working and then I'll work out. I try to work out twice a day, every day, honestly,
0: because
1: uh-huh. honestly honestly just like I feel better and it kind of like takes out all my stress away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm on a summer team right now. We practice a couple times a week. I'm going to start practicing with the guys team soon just to like practice at like higher intensity.
0: We actually do have to recruit you two for our club team. We might be starting. Oh, I'd love to. we were on striker. Yeah, we were on one last year. We actually need to get on that and recruit you (laughs) for it because we weren't too good last year. (laughs) Um, So you you don't you don't seem like a person that likes to take too much time to relax. Not at all.
1: And when I I learned this season, like first year college soccer, like you need it. It's really going to help you. Sleep, I have never, I hate sleeping. I think I miss out on too many things. It's kind of weird, but sleep is the biggest thing in recovery. And taking that day off after a game is, well, active recovery. It's, like, it's really important. And I had never done that in high school. Like, I just didn't think I needed it. Yeah. But I think rest days are awesome, but I'm not one to take a week off. Like, I just can't mentally.
0: Yeah, I feel like no matter, like, it's kind of the same with me, but obviously not with working out and stuff like that. But just like work in general, like I hate to take a break because you feel like sometimes you're climbing up the ladder and you take a break and you just step Mm -hmm. a couple steps back down. You have to go all the way back up again. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's, uh Syracuse in general, are you loving it?
1: I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. The
0: courses, everything?
1: I, yeah, my courses last semester were kind of like structured to what I want to do. So it was even more fun and like,
0: and what is that that you want to do?
1: So I want to I wanna be an orthopedic physician's assistant if playing soccer doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. So it's kind of like health and exercise science classes. Like, I was in a nutrition class, which I thought was awesome. And taking, like, the biology classes, chemistry classes, like, I genuinely enjoy those.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm so Yeah. And there's a good community there?
1: It's awesome. Like, if you meet anyone from Syracuse, they're going to say the people make the place. Uh-huh. Like, we could have, like, I'm not saying it's the best town, like, you're not going to North Carolina, UNC, but the people in Syracuse, like, I'm going to be friends with them the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Um, those sound like some pretty uh, academically challenging classes. Uh, walk us through, like, how you deal with, like, away games and that classes and the schoolwork, exams, all that.
1: So if we have exams, you kind of just, like, we have a really good staff of, like, an academic staff with who provide us with tutors if we need them so you kind of just ask them like I had a tutor all semester for chemistry just because it was a time where I could sit down and actually do it but away games is kind of like we have study periods where they give us like time like they open our team room and they're like all right like let's try and do some homework like before after a team dinner and stuff like that and we have our academic advisor travel with us to make sure like everyone's on top of things and she can see if people, how well people are doing in their classes. So I feel like having that really helps because everyone's like, all right, get on top of it. Cause our our team is really, I think like academically driven, like they want to do, everyone wants to do well. And I think it helps other people on our team to be like, okay, yeah, like we're here to get a degree as well. Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, but no, Erin, we really appreciate you coming on today.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, this, fine.
0: No, this has been good. Thank you so much. And hey. Where can people reach you and what's next in store for you? What do you mean reach me? Uh, whether it's Instagram. You
1: know, oh, or... um, I don't even know my Instagram. What's next for me?
0: Yeah. What's next? Keep playing soccer.
1: Oh uh, yeah. We go back. It's kind of tough. Um, not to like brag or anything. I did get named captain for next season. Wow. So, Whoa. Um, <laughs> she's a pro. We got that going on. In, yeah. played one year of college soccer and then
0: woo. Nice.
1: Um, that that's gonna be a lot because coming up with practices every day for the team and like hopefully they like them and stuff Uh uh-huh so yeah my instagram is erin underscore flurry erin underscore F L U R U
0: I. awesome erin thank you so (laughs) much Thank 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 you thank
2: you